Welcome to the Freedom in Flow podcast. I'm Nicole, your flow-based life and business coach, and in my world, the way you create more wealth on the outside is by accessing wealth from the inside. We live in a world that tells you there is a limit to joy, peace, success, and wealth, and that you must trade what you value to create more of what you want. We're taught that there's only one right way, and we spend our entire lives trying to fit in and do things right, only to find we're completely unfulfilled and misaligned. And that's because nobody ever told us there was another way. I'm a mentor, teacher, and guide for ambitious, driven, and purpose-led everyday women who want to step into their next level in life. See, true wealth to me is living in full alignment to your values, your design, and being shamelessly, unapologetically who you are not who you think you need to be. By embodying your most authentic self, mastering your mindset, unleashing your femininity, and unblocking your wounds, success will inevitably flow to you more effortlessly. That's why this podcast exists. Freedom in Flow is about equipping you with the tools nobody taught you on how to create the life of your dreams doing it your way. So listen on to learn how to understand yourself in a way you never have before, to tune in to your unique blueprint, master your energy flow, and work in harmony with your mind, body, and soul. All right, my lovely, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast, my lovelies. Today, I thought I would finally share with you the story behind the blazer set that I bought in Vietnam. So for context, I recently went on a Southeast Asia sort of surrender experiment trip to find myself and to just go with the flow and I uncovered so much about myself and found that there were so many things that I had sort of neglected or buried down about myself and that trip really did heal me. It allowed me to see myself and my world in a completely different way and it rejuvenated me, gave me a new fire for life and a zeal for the work I do and definitely would recommend doing a surrender experiment trip yourself and if you are interested in doing one but have no idea where to start or what it even looks like check out the resources that i have linked in the description below and you can find my newly released surrender experiment experience package and this is something that i've created it's very very near and dear to my heart It was created as an overflow and a byproduct of me having this experience myself and living through it. And I just wanted to give this experience to everybody I know. And of course, if you're somebody who is coming across this page, this video, this podcast, at this point in time, you have created this yourself. You have attracted this information to you and this opportunity to you as well. So if you're interested, check out the details in the description of this episode and go and explore and have fun. But anyway, I thought I would finally share with you the story that I keep mentioning in my content about how I purchased unintentionally unplanned a suit, a pantsuit that changed my life forever. Now, I do have a video of the speech or the talk that I delivered at a women's event called Generation Women, where I share the actual story in depth. And if you're interested to check it out, I will link it in the description as well below, because it's pretty funny. I have to say my talking delivering skills are getting there. So for those of you listening though, for quick context, 
Vietnam, if you didn't know, Hoi An is a town where they are famous or well-known. Wait, is it Hoi An or is it Hanoi? I always get this wrong. Anyway, you, uh, you guys don't know this. You guys might not know this, but this town is known for the world's best and most like oldest, most established tailoring stores. So if you go to this town, you'll see all the streets lined up with shop after shop after shop with people who have like tailoring businesses. They make suits, they make dresses, they make everything under the sun. And I didn't know this going to this village, but I realized when I got there that it was like a thing to do. It was like a tourist thing to do to go get a suit made or to get a dress made just for the experience of being here. And my partner mentioned that he wanted to get a suit. And so I ended up going into the store with him. And again, you can watch the video where I story tell the whole experience. It's so funny. And I ended up also getting a suit without planning for it. Now, the reason why I'm telling you this story and why it's so significant is because it is deeply connected to my sense of self-worth, to my view of what I was valuable, to my view of what I valued as worthy, and to the experience that I have had historically with money and pleasure. And getting this suit was all sorts of emotions. It was like a roller coaster ride because what I shared in the story was how I had so much discomfort around the process of being sold this beautiful suit, this beautiful beige suit. So the process I the process of being sold this suit was very very uncomfortable and I think at first I attributed the discomfort to the fact that this like Viet Vietnamese lady was basically pushing her agenda it seemed like she just wanted to make a sale until I realized that she was a really genuine lady and she's just culturally we just have different words mannerisms that can make her seem a little bit more aggressive than she actually is so anyway, I basically went in with my partner and out of curiosity, I was like, okay, let's let's see what happens. Let's see what this what it would look like to have a suit. And in my mind, I'm sort of used to viewing everything through a lens of how much is it. So I decide whether I can afford it or whether I want it based on whether the price matches how much money I have available. And most of the time when I go shopping, when I eat out, the lens through which I look at everything is through price tags. And I never noticed this until I increased my money awareness and the relationship I have with money. And so obviously out of just pure uh, reflex, I saw we were walking past this store and I saw this beautiful gold and green dress that looked like something from the movie Crazy Rich Asians. And I was like, I'm curious, how much is this dress? So I literally popped my head in and I asked, how much is this dress? And then lo and behold, like five minutes later, we're sitting down and we're going through suits and designs for suits. So I actually ended up getting that dress. It was all part of this whole experience. But that dress was the activator of a whole new unraveling of events, a whole series of unraveling events that helped me to rediscover my own personal worth and to redefine what the role of money 
is in my life. Because at that moment, when I was in that uh, tailoring store and the lady ref just refused to tell me the price, she was like, um, don't worry about the price. I will do a good deal for you. Every time I asked, I'm like, sister, don't worry about taking my measurements. I just want to know if I can afford it. Again, she's like, don't worry. I do good price for you. Don't worry. You just look what you want. Like she literally was like this. And I, I can't tell you like how frustrating that was for me at the time. I mean, you probably have been in this situation before as well. You just want to know the price, right? And it's such an innocent question. You just want to know the price. But I am so glad she didn't tell me the price. Because if she had told me the price, I would have said no and walked away from an entire opportunity to change my life and my relationship to myself. So this lady in her innocence of just like doing what she does, doing it the way she does when she when she acquires clients off the street served me. And I'm about to tell you in what ways. So I essentially agreed I was going to get this suit and she did my measurements. She, you know, she started to like go through a Pinterest board and she was like, which style do you want? What material? What fabric? And for me, this was a really foreign experience. Like you have to understand, I am not a person who gets anything tailor-made. I'm not a person who even spends more than $50 on a single t-shirt or item of clothing. I find it uncomfortable to even spend $30. So this is my history. And historically with money, I clothing was just always something that was viewed as a luxury. And so when I would hear of people getting tailored this and, and designer that, I would be like, well, good for you, but I'm never going to have that privilege. And so I think unconsciously... I have distanced myself from being able to access, have, experience, and even want nice, expensive, luxurious, tailor-fit things. But deep down, I think what I was experiencing in that moment was a lot of friction and resistance because she was asking me, what, you, what do you like? Forget about the money. What do you want? And just choose. And as I was kind of flicking through the Pinterest boards and I was looking at the suits in the store, I had all this internal conflict because a part of me really seriously wanted this. But the other part of me was like, you don't have money for this. You can't afford this. This is a waste, right? And it would be kind of this dialogue where money had the final say. And I picked up on that because I've been growing my awareness of the dialogues, the beliefs that I have about myself that I'm that I'm kind of tying myself to. I was like, damn, like I, if I'm going to get this suit, I'm going to really need to get it. And I'm going to really need to lean into this, this decision to invest in something that I never would have otherwise let myself have. I'm going to let it be a transformative moment. So when she finally did tell me the price of the suit and I got myself to a place where I gave her a vision of what I wanted the suit to look like and I felt excited by that, she then told me the price and everything in me was screaming, hell no, that is way too expensive. Like, no, I just, I was lost for words. I was inside, I was devastated that I couldn't have this suit or so I told myself. And I just told her, like, I can't, there's no way, I don't have the money. And so through, you know, traditional Asian fashion, we were bartering and we ended up getting it to a price which was still severely uncomfortable for me because I still had one more trip, one more month left on my Asia trip and very little money. But I was like, look, 
I'm going to think about it. And the fact that I need to think about it may be a good sign. So I said yes to the dress that initially attracted me that sore, but I said maybe to the suit that I deep down really wanted, but I didn't give myself permission to want it enough that I would spend that amount of money on it. Let me tell you some of the thoughts that were running through my head at the time. It was, you didn't plan to spend this money. That would be a waste. You would regret it. What do you even need a suit for? You can just get a cheaper one. You can, uh, why don't you just go and buy one when you're at home once you have more money and more stability and, you know, it's an easy fix, right? And these suggestions that my brain was making was, they were innocent. They were coming from a place of wanting to help me. But here's the kicker. Sometimes that wanting to help you is also coming from an uninformed place. Meaning, the perspective that that advice is coming from is historical. It's come from the history of understanding this is how money is created in our life. This is what we feel good about. This is what we feel bad about. This is how we, this is how we spend money. This is not how we spend money. So this experience comes from those thoughts. But it doesn't come from the possibility that it's never known. It's never, it cannot possibly, the advice you give yourself cannot possibly come from the future. It cannot come from, you know, like a trusting and a knowing of what else is possible because the brain, it's going to go to what's logical, to what's safe. And so I caught myself in that moment saying these things to myself and unconsciously and comfortably believing that, yeah, that's true. It would be a waste of money or, yeah, I, should, I didn't plan on spending this, so it's not worth it. Instead of being in my body and being in my feminine and letting myself feel what I was feeling in that moment. And the good thing was I stopped and slowed down long enough to really feel through that decision. And I'm so glad I did. And it taught me, just that experience alone, taught me how important it is to tune into my body when it comes to making decisions. So I slowed down, I had a mental breakdown, I had an emotional crying fit in front of Jose, my partner, and I was saying, as it was hitting me, all this resistance about paying that amount of money for this suit that I deep down really wanted, but I couldn't admit that I did, was not coming from the pressure of that lady. The indecision was not coming from her pushing her agenda and me being like, oh, I don't really want this. She's making me buy it. Or it wasn't coming from the fact that I didn't have money. What it was coming down to, and I was realizing this as I was crying to my partner, was that I had never let myself desire what I wanted in whatever category, however luxurious it is, however you know fancy and left field it is from what I've always known, I've never let myself desire something purely for what it is and to give myself permission to have it and to let my money support it. I'd never done so to this extent where it would cost me a certain number that I had never paid before. Because, you know, up to this point, I've expanded my threshold to pay X amount of money for a, a, a trip or a hotel. And I've, I've exceeded and pushed my personal limits of what I'm willing to allow money to do for me. However, I'd never done it for the aspect of clothing and the aspect of self-expression through fashion. Because I never, like, I think deep down, if I'm being honest with myself, I've always loved fashion. I've always loved nice fitting things. And I love the idea of luxury and luxury brands. And, you know, materialism aside, I think I really recognized in that moment that I had for so long lived in a world of suppression where 
the amount of money I had available to me was only filtered through the decisions and this and the judgments of my parents and what they valued. They didn't value dressing nice or feeling good in your clothes and so I didn't value those things because that's what I was taught and if you guys didn't know this I used to just shop at thrift stores and I would only shop at sales racks and to this day I see these behaviors coming through every time I go into a store I don't let myself look at what the mannequins are wearing look at what's on the on the other racks the display racks and to appreciate it to ask myself whether I even whether I like it whether I would wear it I don't even give myself that option because I'm like it's too expensive for me go straight to the sales rack I know you get me right and so this is what's been really, really interesting. And this is what was also the most liberating part about the experience of buying this suit. This suit changed my life. It changed my perspective about what I was worthy of receiving and giving to myself. See, this suit was as much as it was like quadruple what I expected it to be. The shock value for me in this whole experience wasn't that I eventually found the money and decided that I was worthy enough to pay but it was the experience of realizing like just being hit with the awareness that how much of life have I been missing out on because I have not been giving myself the permission to want what I truly want I've been like censoring my wants and needs and desires based on filtering them through the lens of whether I think I have enough money And so many of us are used to doing this where our decisions come from how much money we have in the bank rather than how fulfilled it will make us to have. Because in reality, in the real world, nobody teaches us how to live life led by our values and what fulfills us because that's not measurable. I'm interrupting this episode with a special announcement. I've just released a brand new workshop called Money Liberation, and it is a workshop that is going to change your life. This is a masterclass designed to help you transform your relationship with money from seeking validation to living detached, free, and unfazed, no matter how much money you have in the bank. If you're somebody who is aware of the strain money places on the quality of your life and you want to be liberated from it once and for all, I want to invite you to join me. This workshop will help you to identify and release your money blocks. We're going to dive into the connection between self-worth and net worth, including how to detach your sense of validation and worthiness from the amount of money you have. I'm going to teach you how to relate to money in a healthy and abundant way so that money does not create stress and anxiety for you and I'm going to help you understand where your money stories came from and how to relate to your finances in a way that creates more abundance, ease and effortless wealth from the inside out in your everyday life. If you want to live your own unique version of your abundant and wealthy life, This is the workshop to join, especially if you're somebody like me who grew up in a household where money was scarce and you learned to experience money through struggle, exhaustion, and hustle. Through conditioning and observing the way that my parents, my household, and my culture even related to money, I learned and adopted these narratives that do not serve me in experiencing abundance and wealth. In fact, they are narratives that 
I carry today that hinder the experience of attracting, creating, and living in more wealth. Because of some of the money stories we carry, we hinder and hold ourselves back from being able to experience the nice things in life, giving ourselves the pleasure of treating ourselves or experiencing things that other people get to experience simply because we were taught that it was not for us, that it was for people with more money. This workshop is about healing the wounds of unworthiness and being able to finally stop outsourcing your validation, sense of security, and safety to money. I want to teach you how to finally liberate yourself around money and how to no longer live a life in the constant pursuit of the validation that money gives you. I know that I don't want my life to revolve around the endless chase for money and yet hardly ever get to enjoy it. This is about redefining the role money gets to play in your life and taking back your power around your finances. Keep in mind, this is not a webinar on managing your finances. This webinar is primarily focused on the inner work and mindset shifts to transforming your outlook and paradigm of money. So be prepared to explore your money stories and to deep dive into your self-concept. Don't worry, I'm gonna guide you through all of it. So join me for this 90 minute free money liberation workshop. Sign up in the description below and I'll see you inside. That's not scalable. That's not quantifiable. But that's purely masculine lens of looking at things. If you were to take a feminine lens of looking at things and remember feminine and masculine coexist, they're not supposed to be out of balance. If we were to adapt to a feminine expression or a feminine view of this same experience, we would find that, hey, what if the fact that you feel good in your clothes allows you to show up to your meetings like a boss or show up for your clients like at 10x more confidence and clarity? What if you feeling good allows you to finally break the season of singleness because you showed up in a cafe because you felt good and you talked to a man who is who like totally saw that and, and was like, wow, this girl is incredible and she's so confident simply because you chose to buy the thing that you wanted to buy and to give yourself the permission to wear it. I know it sounds unconventional and I know it sounds like, oh, well, you can't, you can't plan that. That's just very like choppy and changey and fluid. That's the point. Feminine is not like predictable where you can be like, if I do X and Y, then Z will be created. It's not like that. But that's what makes it a feminine expression. Because when you have these two polarities working together and you allow yourself to play in the structural masculine and logical and hypothesizing and be in the doing, and you let yourself be in the existing, receiving, enjoying, being in awe, wonder, creativity. If you let these two polarities come out to play, you will find that things create themselves in your life, results, progress, solutions, money. These things are created, but they're done in a really authentic and aligned and effortless way. But there's no formula for it. There's no formula for how much balance you need to have between your masculine and feminine because every day, every moment is going to be changing and it's going to be changing according to you. So what does this mean and why is this connected to the whole suit situation I'm talking about? Well, essentially what happened for me after giving myself the permission 
after tapping into my feminine, sitting into my body, asking myself what it was needing in this moment, what it was trying to tell me, I uncovered that there were feminine wounds. There were wounds of allowing myself to desire and want and to be accommodated for, to feel peace and to feel comfort. I had suppressed all these things because growing up, I had seen my parents neglect their own pleasure. They would never give themselves um, the nicer things, even if they could afford it. And I see it today. My mom is extremely successful in her work. She makes lots of money. And even then, right, there are a lot of things that she doesn't get to enjoy. And look, this this awareness of your feminine, uh, of, of your body and awareness of what your body might be trying to tell you is a very easy way to stay on the course of where you're, where you need to be. And I think that buying myself this suit was really about permission. It was about the conversation with myself that I finally got to have about what I believed I was worthy of having, let alone worthy of desiring. And I realized that there is so much that I just revert to, no, it can't be that easy for me to, to have this. You know, it can't be that easy for me to be able to go on a holiday. It has to be complicated. It has to be stressful. It has to come with a lot of strings attached because that's the world and paradigm I'm so used to living in. But what if I could also expand my belief that going on a trip or buying myself the suit of that I've always wanted or a custom designer thing like these crazy lunatic things that I desire that I've never said out loud or really taken seriously, what if I could allow them to exist and to be real possibilities? And so I remember as my suit was getting fitted on the last day when we picked it up, I was emotional AF. I was teary. I was in my feels because it was standing there in front of the mirror in like this Vietnamese tailoring store on like a hot as summer's day while getting it fitted on me was just this moment where it kind of came as images in my mind of me speaking on a stage, me being in front of women from all over the world, me sharing the story about the suit, me feeling so boss in that suit. Like I had all these images, sensations kind of just fall over me and I was overwhelmed with so much peace and joy and what it was was this sensation of like alignment i was acting and living in alignment because what it showed me as well when i was able to come up with the money i moved money around i took out of my savings like just to pay for this suit that didn't feel bad it my lot in my logical in my scarce self it felt bad like there was that ugh feeling of letting go of the money but then like it was such a small smidgen because what overrode it was my true authentic self and what I value. And I realized that like I didn't actually value the money more. What I valued more was this experience. And it was worth paying that amount of money to have this experience any day. And when that worthiness really landed for me, like this is worth it. That is such, that was the moment where I was like, money gets to support me. Money gets to fund what lights me up and what brings meaning to my life. Money is not the value that I'm here to support. Money is a resource and what meaning I ascribe to money is what gives it its value. And so after I had had this experience, 
not long after, you know what happened? I freaking got invited to speak on a stage where I then got to wear that damn suit like a boss and completely set an entirely new narrative in my life around money, around worthiness, and around manifesting, calling in opportunities by acting courageously. These sequence of events that unfolded as a result of me having been so aligned and so connected through that decision-making process, and the fact that I didn't let money have the final say, or I didn't let money be the thing that I value, but I went back to at my core, what is this life about? What do I want it to be about? What do I want to experience? That's what allowed me to make an aligned decision that served me and what I'm here to do and who I'm here to be. So moral of the story, you guys, like it doesn't, it's not about the suit. It's not about the car. It's not about the house or the business or the income. At the end of the day, like we have a depth. We have two dimensions to us as human beings. We've got the physical aspect and then we've got the spiritual. We've got the soul. And there is a soul deep inside you that wants to come out. It wants to be seen. It wants to be heard. The question is, are you listening? Do you create enough space or do you shut it down right away? When you evaluate whether you should or shouldn't do something, what lens do you look at it through? Do you look at it through the lens of do you have enough money or how can I find the money to support it? These are the kind of quality of questions that you want to be elevating into instead of processing and seeing and perceiving the world in the way that you always have. The lens is allowed to change because as you change, your life will ex- will change. You will expand and your values will evolve. And so if you're not keeping up with that change and you're looking at life through this lens of scarcity that you say you don't want, but you haven't checked in on it, it is going to bite you in the butt later, okay? And that's why I want to share this message with you. I hope that my suit and my journey towards stepping into that suit, accessing that suit, and giving myself finally the the permission to have nice things and to want nice things and to be deserving of nice things, I hope this inspires you in all the right ways to step towards your desires, to give yourself a little more room to say what you want and to feel that you really want it, and to believe that you are deserving of it in this life. If you don't take that step, nobody's going to do it for you. So I want you to be brave today and to ask yourself, what do I really want? And maybe it's a clue for how I can give to myself something that my soul is really deeply seeking. And again, it wasn't about the suit. It's never about the suit. It's never, it's never about the car, the income goal, the bracket that you want to reach. It's about what it means to you. And for me, my soul was trying to tell me inside of that whole journey that she wanted to be worthy. She wanted me to see her for who she is, to validate her desires for what they are, and to access those things without restriction, without being told, no, we can't, we can't afford it. No, rather, it's like, you want that? Okay, let's go find a way to make it, right? Like, imagine yourself as a child and you parenting your own child. If you are so used to being shut down or told that you can't or we can't afford it, like that is a mentality. That is a state of being and a way of living life. And so many of us had that experience in childhood and we've brought that into our adulthood, believing that we can't, we can't, we can't. 
But you get to rewrite that story and it gets to start today. So my lovelies, if this in any way helped you, connected to you, or encouraged you, I hope that you act on that. I hope that you reach out to me, send me a message on my socials, or that you reach out and inquire about my coaching and mentoring. At the end of the day, this isn't about me. This is about you, your growth, and your elevation. And I want to support you in that. And that's why I've created a wealth of resources, a wealth of opportunities for you to find what the right fit is for you and to step into this next level, abundant and fulfilled version of yourself. Because that version of yourself is the one that's going to set a fire in this world that nobody can ever replicate. And it is my mission to help you embody and step into that version of you. So please reach out. And lastly, don't forget the Money Mindset Workshop is coming out in July 31st. If it is after July 31st that you're hearing this episode, know that you can still download, still join. It is evergreen and forever accessible. So if you are curious about elevating your money mindset, your experience and your relationship to money, or you just want to know where to start, just like me when I share this story of awareness, maybe you're just coming to know that you have money stories that you that are not serving you and you don't know where to start. Reach out, sign up for that workshop. The details will be in the description below. And all you need to do is pop your first name and your email address and the webinar is yours for life. So get on that and thank you for joining me in this week's video and episode. I will catch you in my next one. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. If you found this episode helpful and you want to take your growth to another level, you're in luck because I'm giving you free resources, workshops, and masterclasses that you can access on demand to help you elevate right now. Check out www.nicoleconception.co slash free dash resources. For more content like this, check out my YouTube channel, Life with Nick, where I post weekly vlogs and videos helping you create more of the results you want in life with less hustle and scarcity and more ease and flow. Lastly, help me get this message out to others just like you who might just need to hear it today. All you need to do is like and leave a review so this podcast gets seen by the many women who need to hear this message. Who knows who we might reach together, right? Now go out there, reclaim your power and amplify your voice to lead, love and create as the abundant woman that you are. I'll chat to you in the next episode.